Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks to Issue for supporting Earn Your Happy. Create once and distribute everywhere. Everything is optimized. Post on your website and social platforms. Get started with Issue today for free or sign up for a premium account and get 50% off at issue.com slash podcast and use promo code Lori. I do believe that building an audience first, it's not the sexy answer, but it's definitely the smartest. i rather somebody listening put two to three years in of, and maybe it's even one year of, really nurturing an audience and building a community and putting community first and then launching the fashion line or whatever the product is versus just putting it out there and then getting crickets. So happy that you decided to tune in today. And you're not going to be sorry because... I loved spending time with this woman. I think you're going to too. She's been in my life for over 10 years. And the second I met her, I was like, holy shit, who is this girl? She brings all of the energy in the room. You guys meet Angie. Angie Lee is going to be your new bestie who's obsessed with helping you own your weird which you know I'm obsessed with, hack your wellness and start before you're ready. She's guaranteed to make you pee your pants laughing and give you the most real deal advice on things wellness and career. If you guys don't follow her on Instagram, I'm telling you, I look forward to her posts every single day. I'm like, where the hell does she come up with this stuff? And can I please live in her brain just even for part of the day? She's a college and corporate dropout. And she started her blog in her dorm room and her podcast in a closet. Millions of downloads later, she's a permission slip for other multi-passionate women to unapologetically screw the rules and create their own. Angie's a Forbes top podcaster, content creator, host of one of the largest live events for women, vivacious speaker, comedian, and co-founder of Soul. From the BTS 
of building an eight-figure wellness brand from scratch to her ADHD hacks for productivity. Angie has a refreshing take on ambition that'll make you both laugh out loud and cry tears of relief. So let's get started. You're going to get so much info all about how she started her company, what she's doing to scale it, and so much more coming. So no matter what you're thinking that you want to do with your business, this one might just surprise you and you might be way more capable of what you think. Let's get started. so excited that you are back on the show. You guys, if you could have even heard our conversation before this, something about when Angie comes on, I don't even understand. I feel like both you and I turn into small children, yeah. small male children, I think. I'm not sure. Old boy humor. It's just the best. We just, you just get my weird and I get your weird. And it's just nice when people understand my 12 year old boy sense of humor. So then we uh. can go in. <laughs> You know, it's just no matter how old I get, it's just always my favorite. That and dad jokes. It's just literally the way to go. So today we were voice noting back and forth on what we should talk about because I feel like whenever you and I get together, there's endless things to talk about. But what always seems to be the theme of our conversation and the way that we actually talk to each other is squirrel brain. (laughs) And how do we run businesses with challenges, with focusing? also anxiety, ADHD. You love to talk about ADHD. And I really think that so many people, one of the biggest challenges is being so either shiny object syndrome, ADHD, squirrel brain, just having so many different things to focus on and not knowing how to hone that in or who to have around you. So you've built an incredible company. Would you tell us just a little bit about where the idea of soul even came from? Yeah, absolutely. Hello, squirrel friends. You know who you are. Squirrel friends. Oh, so good. Squirrel friends. Yeah, it was in Los Angeles. We were both in LA at the time still. This is about four and a half years ago. I was doing coaching and I started events. I was doing blogging and podcasting. And my brother was a professional athlete at the time. He recently retired and he was in a lot of pain and he discovered CBD for inflammation, pain, anxiety. I started using it and I loved it. And in typical Angie fashion, I, my head is in the clouds. I'm a dreamer. If I have an idea, I want to turn it into a business. That's always how I've been. Mike is very logical, you know, left brain. He's the CEO. So I'm like, Mike, we're at my kitchen table. I'm like, we should start a business around this. (laughs) He's like, Oh God, here we go again. That's been our entire relationship since we were little is Angie coming up with an idea. And then Mike is like my, my co-host in it. And we're like, (laughs) it's possible because you're an integrator. And I'm a dreamer, so I need you. You do the work. I'm like, you do the work. I have all the ideas. And he's yes. like, okay, let's, let's, let's figure this out. So I financially was doing well. Mike was doing well in boxing. So we were in a position where we wanted to invest in something. And I always knew I wanted to get into physical products. I love the digital space. I love courses. That was really fantastic. But there was always part of me. And I don't know if you're the same, but I love touching something. Like I literally love knowing love. their products is on people's kitchen table and you're launching a physical product. So, you know, I'm such a consumer and you're a consumer too. Like I just love consuming and and experiencing. Yes, totally. I love, I just love products. I was like, Mm -hmm. Mike, you know, I want to keep doing courses and and whatnot, but I feel as if, if we can invest in this now, this could definitely pay back later or we'll never see a dollar from this again. It's either A or B. So he's one or the other. He's like one or the other. And, you know, that's what I always tell women who are entrepreneurial. I I always advise to start first with digital because the overhead is so low and the risk is so low. I mean, you could launch a course tomorrow and put it on a site and and make money from it. But with physical products, oh my goodness, you know, the headaches now being in alcohol, being in CBD, those are both very interesting industries in that the opportunity is extremely lucrative, but the headaches that you have to be willing to go through are extremely painful. So regulated. So So a lot of the things that you want to do, you're not even going to be able to do. Yeah. It's crazy. And so, and the overhead is so much more. You need team, you need supply, you need distribution, you need operations, you need a warehouse. Well, again, I'm kind of in the clouds. I'm like, Mike, it's fine. We got it. We're going to figure that all out. Mike's like, okay, let's put a pen to paper and figure this out. We both invested some of our money into it, not knowing if we would ever see it again. And now four and a half years later, Mike's been the CEO. I've been the, what I call chief fund officer. I do a lot of the creative, the marketing, the partnerships. And we've built something now incredible into an eight-figure wellness brand. And, and like I said, it started with the idea of 
we love this. We want to help other people and we want to get this into their hands. And we hit the ground running. Our first version was messy and scrappy. Our first website, merchant processing was a headache, especially being in, in the cannabis space. But we were resilient and we were determined to figure it out. And once we got over that first two year hump, things started to get easier and we started to become more profitable. But I would say that that first year was, was pretty rough. And I like being transparent about that because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think, oh, I want to start a fashion line and it's just going to make a million dollars overnight. It's like, no, definitely having an audience helped. And that definitely helped. So we had a, an initial bump that maybe you wouldn't have if you had an audience, but we still had a lot of things we had to figure out and learn as we went. You know, Mike was a boxer. He had no experience mm-hmm. being a CEO and I hadn't run a physical product line yet. So we were Googling shit. We were calling people. Similar to you with Light Pink. I'm sure you're just like, who can I talk to in this space who's years ahead of me? Every day. Help me out. And we met some of the most amazing people who were so helpful. And yeah, here we are now, 2022. And now we're transitioning to just a wellness brand. We're going to still have CBD products, but broaden that. And we have 17 employees now. And it's just it's just become this crazy, awesome thing. And then we'll sell mm-hmm. here. So it's just been really fun. Fun and scary and, and awesome and all the all the feelings. <laughs> mm, I have so many questions for you because I think that people look and they're like, God, I would love to have a brand like that. And oh my gosh, she gets to go be out and do all of the fun stuff. But I think that you had mentioned something that I think is really important. You had done things that really gave you an intro into understanding business, understanding how customers are going to respond and react, like right down to like how to mentally handle what it feels like to hit walls. What do you suggest for people if they do really feel drawn to products? When should someone just jump into products as their first business? Or when should they start in something like a network marketing or like a digital product or something like that? What, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah. And, and I think you're going to echo this sentiment. I actually don't think it's a s- smart first business. It can be, right? Anything, I agree. Is possible. Anything is possible, of course. But there's a reason why you see a lot of influencers launching a makeup line or a fashion line or an alcohol line or a wellness product line after they have a, an audience. Now, this doesn't mean you need millions, but they have somewhat of an engaged audience that they can get feedback from and market mm-hmm. research and have a conversation with. So then there's proof of concept before you launch it into the market. So I was able to do that. I would go on Instagram and Facebook Live at the time and ask women, what do you want? What product would you love? Flavors. Our flavors are so fun now in that we actually are going to be shipping our influencers and affiliates the flavors so they can flavor test mm. before we launch into the market, which is something you'll probably do with alcohol, right? Is, is letting mm-hmm. more people tell you what flavors they like and that's been really fun. But I do believe that building an audience first, it's not the sexy answer, but it's definitely the smartest. I rather somebody listening put two to three years in of, and maybe it's even one year of really nurturing an audience and building a community and putting community first and then launching the fashion line or whatever the product is versus just putting it out there and then getting crickets. It's so much smarter to build an audience first and Yeah. I mean, I started when I was 19 building an audience. So I put in about seven to eight years of nurturing a community, doing events and coaching and podcasting and Mm -hmm. things that sometimes paid me a lot, sometimes didn't all with this intention of, okay, if one day I do launch a physical product line, this will all be worth it because I've nurtured this community. So that definitely helped. I mean, Mike knew like, Hey, Angie, if you didn't have this community, we wouldn't have had a successful second, third, fourth year. It really, that's, that's huge. (laughs) It's not what people want to hear, but it's honest. I couldn't agree more. I think it's setting you up for success. We might want to hit the ground running and be like, God, but I want this product now. And it's really easy to feel that way. I totally get that. But what's going to happen is you're going to be so excited about this thing that you're doing. And you're going to have to switch gears and spend so much time on getting it out in the world. And it's really hard for something to catch momentum when there's not people to help you with that. It's going to be, you know, and people have done it. They've definitely done it. But typically, they either raise a lot of money to pay influencers to get them excited or to pay for ads, you know? So it's kind of like being able to start a bit more organic and get those people without having to dish out so much money up front. You have that audience who's going to be excited. It's almost... I was listening to a podcast with it was Lewis Howes and Barbara Corcoran. And she said one of the main things out of the three that she looks for in somebody that she invests in who she believes will have a successful company 
is somebody who either already has a lot of eyeballs because they have the ability to gain eyeballs and attention or somebody who like can gain attraction and attention really fast because that is the key right now to how products are getting out in the world. So really looking at focusing on not only creating something awesome that you want and thinking about that because you guys can like formulate and create something for years starting right now. Like you can be three years in the making and just like have this epic perfect fit while you simultaneously are trying to go viral on TikTok every day. So it's kind of like, it's both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nurturing your community, seeding and teasing the community, dripping some of that content that's maybe in alignment with what you're launching. So let's say I'm thinking of a gal launching a fashion brand. She Mm -hmm. should probably be giving some fashion tips throughout the next year or two. So then people trust her with that niche and they trust her to be a great person to, to launch a fashion line. You know, I don't, no crap about makeup. I, I wear some, but I, I'm not like for me to launch, that would be really weird. <laughs> They'd be like, Angie, you don't even know what concealer is. Like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. But people, but people had trusted me with wellness and knew that I was obsessed with wellness. So they knew, okay, she's, she's putting her heart and her passion into this. And still to this day, I'll get DMs that say, I trust you with this because I trust you. And I know that you wouldn't ingest something that you didn't believe in. So I'm trusting you, which ultimately means I'm trusting the product, which is so cool. It's just proof that people trust people. They're buying the person. They're not necessarily Mm -hmm. buying the product. And so, yeah, take the time you need to build a community nurture and have fun doing that and build up the excitement a bit before versus like, hey guys, launch the fashion line. Hopefully somebody buys it, (laughs) you know? Totally. It it just kind of will, it kind of falls flat at that point, which will be so disappointing. And you'll be like, it's me, I suck and it's not. You just didn't do the, the the thing, the actual steps that create a successful business. Okay, so when you had started Soul, what was the reason that you chose what you chose exactly for, you have so many different categories of what you help. Like what's the problem that you solve? Why did you choose it? And how did you manage that with what I know you tell me you struggle with all the time? And that is, you know, lack of focus, ADHD, squirrel brain. Initially, we launched it for anxiety. So that's the mm-hmm. biggest pain point that CBD helps with is sleep, anxiety, pain, inflammation. And now mm-hmm. we've brought in our SKUs and now we have realized that CBD can also help with period cramps, which has been awesome. And then also focus. So we've paired CBD with different nootropics, which are essentially natural cognitive enhancers like ginkgo, green tea, things like that, that help you with focus. We pair that into some of our capsules now. So we have an alert cap that helps with focus, which is awesome. So, and we're coming out with a drink soon. So I'm like very excited to kind of go more into that space of delicious tasting things that actually work. That's really our niche that we're trying to double down into is delicious nutrition or delicious CBD and be the best tasting there is. Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of supplements taste kind of gross, even if they work and then you don't want to adhere to it because it tastes gross. So we really have realized that's kind of the niche that we want to double down into. But yeah, it started with anxiety and then, we brought it into period cramp stuff. And then now it's really brought it into the ADHD community with focus. And it's interesting with ADHD because one of my biggest things that I, I like to tell people is that it's a superpower because I think a lot of times the neurodiverse brain it's called is seen as a weakness, but I think it actually can be a strength because with it comes so much creativity thinking outside the box. My biggest mission is to help people just screw all the boxes, think outside the box, (laughs) stop putting yourself in a box, be authentic, be weird, be crazy. And I think that ADHD has been a part of that for me. I always felt different in school. I always felt like I couldn't pass the test, but I was really creative and smart. So what was wrong with me? And growing up with that much confusion around why do I feel different than the other kids? And asking my mom, like, mom, I read the book, but I don't remember it the same. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with me? And slowly she started to realize like, oh, it's that you didn't enjoy the book. You actually weren't interested in the book. And so they've proven that with ADHD or ADD, essentially what it is. And I got tested at the Amen Clinic and it it literally showed this on my brain scan, which was fascinating. Me and Shalene Johnson, you guys know who she is. If you're listening, we all, we both went there and you can see the example of, of how it literally shows that you have ADD. Like it's just, it's just hilarious because I get on this call with the doctor and he's like, yeah, this is typical ADD, but your creative center of your brain is very, very well lit. So essentially what it is, is your prefrontal cortex shuts down if you're not interested in something. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I emphasize if you do have this or think you have this, or your child has this one, use it to your advantage and realize that more so than even people who are neurotypical, let's say you have to do what you love and what you're obsessed Mm -hmm. with. Because once you are, we have this thing called hyper-focus 
which is where we are laser. We have our blinders on and we go all in on something. When we're obsessed mm-hmm. with it, we can be exceptional at things. And the parents listening will notice this in their children. If your child loves history, they're going to come home and just talk about history class and they're going to get A's in history. And then they'll likely fail a lot of the other classes because they're not interested in it. So that was the pattern that my parents saw is like when Angie loves something, she goes all in, but if she's not into it, she doesn't show up. She doesn't do it. <laughs> so that can be, you know, a little, it's a strength and a weakness. And so with soul, same thing, Mike and I are very clear on like, what do I enjoy doing? What are the roles that I want to hyper-focus on? And what do I not care about? I don't care about spreadsheets. Uh, don't ask me to open an Excel document. I'm allergic, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> just, hives, just, I get hives. I'll just black out. I'll be like, oh, numbers, I can't do this. So being really clear with Mike, like, hey, this is how my brain works. And this is what I'm interested in. And that's kind of always been my my compass now with entrepreneurship is what am I really excited about next? Because that for me will always be the thing that I can be successful at. But if I'm not really into it or I'm doing it for the wrong reasons, I don't do well at things. And I think that's really healthy to know is this hyper focus can be used to your advantage, you know? And then also using that with batch creating content. That's something new that I've realized works really well for this type of brain too is doing all the same thing on one day and then taking a break. So a sprinter mentality, not a marathon mentality, but if I'm going to go all in on something, I'm going to push and then I need time to rest, push and rest. That works really, really well for this brain as well. And then my third biggest tip around this that I know you love as well is movement. It's fitness. I truly believe I'm able to get things done because I prioritize fitness and movement, even if it's just walking every single day of my life. I don't care where I am. I could be in Boo Idaho <laughs> and it could be 30 degrees out and I'm going to put some boots on and I'm going to walk outside. And that's because I have to move that energy. Yes. I have a lot of energy. And if it's not expressed, if it's not, you know, moved, it can be, it can mutate into anger. So, or, or frustration. Frustration. Right? Or, that's right. Frustration. You're like, I just need a punch of wall. <laughs> uh-huh. Like a toddler, like an angry toddler. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have so much in you that you're like, if I don't go let this out, like I'm just going to punch a tree outside. So I have yeah. found that fitness for me has literally as cheesy as that is saved my life and my brain and I prioritize it. And I think every entrepreneur listening to this, your wellness and your health and your mental clarity is everything. Once you lose that, it's game over. Like it is the most important thing we have. And so I get up every day and I move before I create content because that movement is what stimulates the dopamine, the natural dopamine that's necessary for focus. And so for me, I've chosen not to be medicated. So for me, my medication is the fitness, mm-hmm. <laughs> is my nootropics that I take. So I'm really religious about that because I know that's what is going to make it possible to get anything done. Hey, I feel you. You made that piece of content, but now you feel like you want to upload it everywhere. But if it means that you're going to have to reformat or resize or refigure anything else out, then it may not happen. And that's why you need Issue. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks and brochures. And I can honestly say that Issue has been a huge game changer for me in building my new company. I've used it for flipbooks and brochures and magazines. And it's been awesome for collecting emails and opt-ins. Issues the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks and brochures and more. The platform essentially takes a boring old PDF and turns it into a beautiful, engaging piece of content that can be distributed, formatted, anywhere for anything. It also has amazing capabilities where you can embed a video, podcast episode, or a GIF. I'm a big numbers person and I love that issue also pulls numbers about each piece of content you create. Last year, I created both our holiday guide and cocktail book for light pink. Once we created the full books, we were then able to export them for Instagram, for email newsletter, and for Pinterest. The best part is issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. So every Everything is easily editable. Get started with Issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you get, will get 50% off if you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code Lori. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code Lori at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code Lori. Now let's get back to the episode. If I literally don't go move, I get so frustrated. I feel like, you know, when you see kids who don't get their way in grocery stores, like literally having a breakdown, throwing their tantrum and pounding the ground. Like I 
literally feel that happening internally when I don't go move energy. And my whole life, I used to be like, I am so dumb because I was so terrible at things in school, but so focused once I learned about fitness, once I learned about like competing, once I got something, it was like, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't stop learning about it. I couldn't stop wanting to do it and be doing different things like that all the time. And now it's like that with my company, like in certain arenas, right? But I think anybody listening, if you're feeling that way, like, wow, no matter how, I know you've had these moments where it's like, no matter how hard you try, like maybe you're in a mastermind and you're trying to learn about something and it's digital marketing or a funnel, no matter how hard I try, it's almost like I can't retain. Like I literally am like, okay, go back and listen. Like, can you say that again? And it's like, my brain's like, no, like I'm not gonna consume this. (laughs) So it's just knowing that I feel like feels like such freedom and like half the population is probably standing up screaming right now, like, because they're so excited that they actually can find their purpose and meaning and be successful in the world. And I think that was one of the most powerful things is when I realized I could still be successful. So that goes into my next question is that how did you figure out how to be successful and get the right people around you when you're like, look, I got this one thing. This is going to be the superpower. It's going to really move the ship forward. But I I just, I am just going to be bad in all these other areas. Yeah, I'm just cracking up because at any of our team retreats or meetings, it's always like, okay, guys, I have this vision. Okay, we're going to have like mariachi bands in every customer's (laughs) box. Glitter, just glitter everywhere. Okay, yes, more glitter. Like I'm just like the visionary. My head's like up here and I'm like, Mm -hmm. great, people are going to love it. And then Mike's always like, okay, that's going to cost a million dollars, first of all. (laughs) So you need to sit down. (laughs) Yeah. Second of all, kind of a cool idea, but like, let's see if we can fix it. Our budget. So (laughs) it's kind of always been that dance, but it's funny because then, They'll be like, you didn't sell it, send us the document. I'm like, but I came up with a genius idea for our marketing today. So like, hey, this counts for something. So I did <laughs> knowing your strengths and maybe someone listening right now is totally like, oh my God, that's me. There's nothing wrong with you. I've always said like, it's like Richard Branson or anybody who's a visionary, not saying I'm him, but anybody who's a visionary in some capacity, sometimes we think it's a weakness. Like, oh, we're not doing enough or it's not important to a company or a team, but it actually is. Your creativity is of value, of so much value but just as much as somebody who's behind the scenes doing the operations. Like me and my CEO, COO and CEO, we're all just different. It's, it's different value that we're bringing mm-hmm. to the company. So just being really honest with my team members, like, hey, this is how I communicate best. Hey, send me alerts on my Google Cal or in Slack. I have everything organized. I've had to become more organized, which initially yeah. I was very resistant to. I was like, nope, I don't want to be organized because then I won't be able to be creative. Right. What I've realized is I actually do need a container that's clean and organized in my physical space and in our work environments. And I'm actually able to perform better then. So everything I do, all of it's extremely organized now. And that allows me to then be this free bird in that, yeah. in that little cage in that, yeah. that container. And so that's huge. And just being honest with your team. We take Enneagram tests. We ask each other questions. How do you like to work? What do you not like? How do you like to be communicated with? For me, certain days for certain things. Certain days I'm on a podcast. And then tomorrow I'll do all of my soul meetings, but I'm not going to try to blend those and expect yeah. my brain to task switch. And then also I love novelty. So a big thing with ADHD brain is we like dopamine. If you can find that in healthy ways. Now, some people want to jump out of a plane. I do not want to jump out of a plane. Neither. <laughs> or go swimming with sharks. I actually don't want to do any of that, but I love novelty when it comes to my business. I love being multi-passionate. I love new projects. I like changing up the color of my room. I like moving houses. Like I love newness. And so I've had to ask myself, how can I bring newness to the brand in healthy ways where we still stay on track? And so sometimes that's a new skew. Sometimes it's shifting up our our marketing and making it fun. We're going to get into retreats and events for for our influencers and and for the the community. So just, I think it's all about how can I use this in a healthy, positive way versus allowing this to just let me say, okay, now we're just going to start a whole new brand. And Mike's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like stay focused on what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a constant struggle, but always coming back to having people who are the opposite of my brain that can complement mm-hmm. my brain, not hiring the same as me. I think yes. it's for girlfriends and for fun, but I actually would not hire me to support me because then we're not complementing each other as well. <laughs> oh man. And, and that's an easy trap in the beginning to fall into. I was just thinking about, you know, how does somebody 
who is resonating with this right now, find the people who are more of the integrator, more linear thinking, love the spreadsheets, all the things, right? And and the thing is, is that you and I are very attracted to the creatives and the high level. We love to like get those conversations going and spiral up. Except what happens is the more people you get around you like that, the more frustrated you can get because your ideas are never getting birthed or integrated. So I'm just thinking back to the moments of like when we go to masterminds or events, sometimes it's like switching your intention of like, yeah, I want to find these people who are exactly like me so that we can lock arms and we can like feel like we're really in it together, but also opening up to listening to other people's skill set. Like, oh, they're an integrator. And even though I'm not like actually energetically attracted to them right away, let me go be interested in them and really learn about what they're good at and like learn the language they're talking and like learn how we could collaborate and really help each other elevate each other's skill sets to get something out. And I think that that's, I feel like that's something not talked about enough is that when you are going to these events, when you are going to these masterminds, like to actually look for the skills that you need, not just the people who you can like say, Hey, we're in this together, you know, let's collaborate. Yeah. It's been interesting too, with, I've learned so much about, gosh, new terminology that I didn't know when I always tell women like jump in messy, ready as a lie. Like I had no idea what even the word DTC meant or consumer, all of these grow ads. Like I'm learning all of this weird stuff now about how to position a company to sell it. Like there's so much that goes into it. Some of it I'm interested in, some of it I'm not right. But I have to kind of draw my ego and say, okay, am I willing to learn this? This is important. This is going to be investment in my future. Like I need to be understand this to a level. And so I'll have Mike literally sometimes like draw me pictures. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. hey, this is us. This is somebody who'd come by us. Like, it seems like it's fifth grade, but honestly, if you're a I mean, Chris, owner, do the same thing, right? I'm like, wait, what does this mean? He's like, okay, so if someone buys us, we get this. These are shares. Shares, yeah. like, you lost me. Hold on, go back. What is equity? What are shares? I've had to learn all this, but I want women to hear this who are also extremely passionate and intelligent and not think you're not smart just because you don't understand a certain area. That's like me expecting a nurse to know how to use Instagram who's never used it because I do it all day as an influencer and then me going and doing what she does. It's like, they're just different worlds. And so I have to like be kind to myself and say, Angie, you just don't know about this world. You've never sold a company. So of course you don't know this terminology. So being open to like dropping my ego and saying, okay, let me take this in baby steps. Mm -hmm. How can I learn what's going on? Can you draw pictures? Can you send me an emojis? Can we make this more interesting? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which I'm sure with like, hey, you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much. What do I need to say? And like, what do I need to focus on? And then what do I need to learn? And then what can I actually like let other people handle and I don't need to learn. (laughs) There's so many moments in this where you just feel like you're never going to get it. And it's kind of like riding a bike. Like, and one day you wake up and you're like, wait, I just understood what they said. (laughs) Like for the first time, I just sat in on this conversation and understood every word. Like that is an incredible feeling. And that's how it's going to be. You're just going to feel so lost for so long. And all of a sudden you'll, it's like, right. It is like riding a bike. All of a sudden you're like, I don't know how this happened, but I actually know what all of this means. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. And I mean, that goes back to what what I love about your company is that you created what you needed. And really, I was just listening to another podcast today. My walk here is like four and a half miles because it's like this loop that you start that you can't get off of. So once you're on it, you're screwed. You're on the four and a half mile walk, which is about one and a half podcasts. So my second podcast of the day was talking about, let's see, Angie, what did I just say? Squirrel brain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, oh, um, oh, building products that you want, creating what you wish. Yes, thank you so much for that. Okay. So was talking about uh, Rory Vaden says this. I know Dean Graziosi says this, but the best way to figure out what you should sell, do, be is to look at your past self, sell to your past self. And truly you created an entire company creating products that you wish you would have had while you were on this journey that could have helped you even more. So tell me just a little bit more about, you know, like product formulation, why you love each thing. I want to know more about the products. I always keep that in mind. Clay is always really good at reminding me of that. He's like, what do you want right now? What would you create? Mm -hmm. Because your women are a lot like you. So what do you want? I'm like, okay, okay. Because sometimes we get in our heads and we overthink it. It's like, no, marketing is literally solving a problem and creating something that you wish existed because there's probably people just like you if you're speaking to a woman who's who's similar. And we've had to really, you know, dance with that because in the beginning, who you think your, your target market is, it can kind of shift. So 
so we didn't realize that like 80% of our customers would be women in the beginning. We thought with Mike, it'd be more male dominant and sports focused, but really as it evolved, it became uh, a little bit more feminine lean, which is fine. Mm. He's okay with it. And so we've kind of had to be open to where, who is this really for? And yeah, with, with really painful period cramps, I came to Mike and the team and I said, guys, right now there's not many options for women. And I know that CBD and high dosages can really help with pain let's put a large amount into a delicious gummy that actually tastes good because when women are on their period, they want something that tastes good. Yeah. And so they don't have to go to my doll. Like what if this could work? Because I don't know, I get emotional thinking of like teenage girls who take it and love it and it helps. And I just remember being 15 years old with horrible cramps in school and wishing that I had a healthier alternative than just popping my doll in the bathroom. And obviously here and there, that's great. But I think long-term you don't want that obviously in your system too much. And so I wish I would have had a natural alternative <laughs> right. like that that existed. So that's like my favorite testimonial to get. And so we created that. Mike's dealt with a lot of pain and inflammation as an athlete. So he really brought in the pain creams. The tinctures are really potent. He puts those under his tongue a lot. Sleep. I'm huge on sleep, especially mm-hmm. with my baby grandma community. I'm all about go to bed, <laughs> go to bed early, live your best life. And so we've created these delicious gummies and we partnered with Shaleen and did a, a really cool co-collab called Sleepy. And mm-hmm. that was one of our best sellers by far. Now it's just, we blew it out of the water and we did not know if we we had a feeling it would do well, but we didn't know. And a lot of it was coming down to creating a healthy solution for people to fall asleep faster and better in a delicious way. And Mm. like I said, Mike and I realized that a lot of the products we were both loving and taking didn't taste good. And I wanted something that was healthy and I enjoyed taking. And then with alert, again, it was me being like, Hey guys, the ADHD community, I'm in it. I know this is something I want. I want something that when I wake up, if I don't do coffee, I can take a capsule that I know has no side effects, no jitters. It's going to make me feel clear and focused without that feeling of like being on a Red Bull and having any calories and sugar. So let's create that. And so then we contact our formulators and I usually with a nutritionist or I'll do research and I'll say, Hey, these are the five ingredients that are on my dream list. I would love in there that I've tested out. Can we do that? And then we go back and forth and they'll send us samples. If it's the gummies, which usually that's what people know us for, they'll send us version one through five and we'll just keep going back and forth. It's a very hard job. I have to eat a lot of <laughs> a lot of gummies and I'll test it and I'll be like, tastes like poop. Send it back. I'll be like, <laughs> Delicious. And so a lot of it's just taste testing. And now, like I said, I'm just being transparent on the journey. I, I came up with this idea recently of why don't we have our community be part of that process? Like we're doing it in-house with us on the team. And so now we're like, let's send it to our affiliates and influencers mm. and they get to tell us. And then we take that feedback. So they really are part of the process of like, let's make this, some, a flavor that we all really love. So I would say flavors is the hardest part. It's the most fun, but also Mike would attest to like, oh man, getting something that tastes good and has all the vitamins and minerals in it. And it, so it doesn't taste like chalk and it's delicious. Is like, it's a dance that I think before I was in this, I'm like, oh, it's so easy. You just blueberry and then they send it back. It's like, no, they might send it back. And it's like, this is not blueberry. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is not blueberry. This is pooberry. This is pooberry. So we have to, <laughs> going back and forth, which is kind of fun. And I, I now recently wanted to be more transparent about that because I think like like alcohol or any brand that requires flavors, people are very curious how you get the flavor to taste so good. And it's a lot of R&D. It's literally scientists in our lab in San Diego who are like with little tinctures or like adding in like yeah. 10% more blueberry, 10% more lemon and then finding the exact notes of it. And it's, it's, it's cool. I've always been like, if I didn't do this, I'd probably do like a, a cologne or a healthy deodorant brand because I think it's fun to to do the the scents and the flavors of stuff. So I love that part too. I think it's so much fun. Yeah, but you're having so much fun with that. It's like, ooh, is this too much this taste or too much that? Oh my gosh. And it's crazy. You you can also go down a rabbit hole. It's kind of like with anything, you know, when we think back to like when we put our first courses out or our first events, like you can all day long, you can freak out over like wanting it more perfect. And at one point you actually do have to just be like, okay, I loved this when I tried it. Because the problem is you keep trying things like the the pleasure goes down. Yeah. Like over, it's like your first burger is great. Your second one's good. Your third one's like, okay, I need something different. Yeah. So that's the problem with sometimes our courses with everything. You're like, this is great content. Then you go back and like watch it. And you're like, well, I thought it was good. And the third time you're like, maybe this sucks. So you have to just like decide, right? Was there a point where you had to pull the trigger? Like, did you ever feel like this is it? Bang on, we should stop right here. Or did you, was there always a question of we could keep going? We could try to get it even better. Or do you have to just like, set a date and choose it. Yeah, it's funny. Right now we're coming out with a uh, spicy margarita and we'll both be at Keisha's event in October speaking in Arizona. 
And so we're having it for her for this event. And so we're going back and forth on how spicy you want to make this spicy margarita. Mm. Literally today I'm testing it and I don't want it super spicy, but then like maybe Keisha does and her people do. So it's kind of like, it's subjective. Taste is subjective. Mm. It really is. A lot of times we get on those Zooms and as a team, we're like, you know what? How spicy do we need this margarita gummy? And it's like these weird conversations about <laughs> it seems trivial, but I'm like, wow, this is my life. And we all just kind of sometimes we vote. If it's like it's so close, we're like, what are, what are we gonna do? What do you think most people would enjoy? And yep. usually our feedback has been amazing. But sometimes we launch a flavor that people don't like as much and then we we pull it and it's not a skew anymore. And that's just the name of the game. We don't take it personally. So I think it's just right. it's a numbers game. You just, just gotta keep going with it and be willing to have fun in the process and ask yourself, is this something I would want? And then also knowing who your product's for and who it's not for. I'm huge on that in marketing. I think a lot of times it's like, this product's for everyone and their grandma, maybe. But if we're trying to help a certain pain point or a certain demographic, it's okay if we say no to a skew. And that's what I'm huge on now is we don't need a million skews. I rather have less and we focus on each one having a story and being really well marketed versus let's just launch 80,000 different flavors. It's like, no, let's stick with one. Okay, let's give that one a story. Let's give that one the proper marketing. So we're working on that right now because it's easy to just keep adding SKUs without stopping and saying less can be more sometimes. So this is the same for, I mean, gosh, for you guys listening, I don't know if you guys know about Goalie. Goalie, the the little gummies or ACV, apple cider vinegar gummies. You'll see them at Target. I think they evaluated at, this is insanity, $1.5 billion. Okay, they had one SKU one skew. And whenever Mike tells me this story, because he like met the founder or heard about it somewhere, I'm like, that's insane. From one skew with a little bit of apple cider vinegar and a gummy, they've built over a billion dollar business. So if you're listening and you're like, I need more skews, you might not need more skews. Like even if you want even a fraction of of that, it's like, dang, that's crazy. And they now just added on more skews. So it just shows that less is more. Your product doesn't have to be for everyone, but do know who it is for. And then create mm-hmm. what you love and what you wish existed and then be super committed to market research and, and asking people. We pull our audience a lot. Our email marketing team is constantly asking people after they buy a product, what did you like? What did you not like? What, you know, Leave a review. What would you want a different? I mean, you have to just really be on it for it to be yeah. successful. Yeah, I, I love that. And you don't know until it's out there. And the feedback is the most important. And And I think that's the beauty of really learning to not take things personal is that feedback is just like vital. Even when you don't like it, it's so powerful. And when you can just learn to take it as like feedback and not, you know, I don't like this or whatnot, you get to tweak. You get to tweak all products. It doesn't matter if it's a physical product, a course, you know, somewhere that you went and spoke. Great. Take it as feedback and get better. Like it's actually some of the most powerful stuff that we can get. So I'm so grateful for you where can we get some gummies and funds, all of the fun stuff? Like I'm just Poo-berry, obsessed with getting any of your stuff in my, in the mail. Like, tell me. Yes. Pooberry. You guys can get, uh, <laughs> it's, it's literally just a mix of blueberries and cat poo and we mix it together and it's oh, delicious. I can't good. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> People are like, really? Is she serious right now? <laughs> Super high in vitamins. will make your hair, skin and nails grow. Honestly, yep. I feel like if you told women that, like if someone was like you, would stay looking 32 forever if you had some pooberry gummies. I might eat the pooberry gummies. Oh, I f- th- there's not a mite there for me. There's a more poo, the better. Pile on the poo. <laughs> Someone's like, you could say this age forever. I'd be like, give me all the pooberry. <laughs> They'd be like, pile on the poo, stay 32. Like, it's great. <laughs> oh man. So you guys can go to mysoulcbd.com or come say hi to us on Instagram at mysoulcbd. Or of course, I'm always here to help with any questions you have on our products or any wellness questions at Angie Lee Show. And you guys can use code Lori at checkout to save 20%. So go ahead and use that. And yeah, if you are looking for anything to help with anxiety, sleep, pain, PMS, focus, we got you. And we're really excited to keep growing our line for a lot of pain points to help people be happier and healthier. So. Oh my God. I love it. I'm so grateful for you. You should really like put it all in like a giant swimming pool and I'll eat my way out of it and I'll have no problems on the other side. Yeah, Chris texted me. This is like a few months ago. He's like, I eat 12 of them. Is that okay? I'm no. like, yeah, you'll be fine, bro. But like, that's a lot of gummies. <laughs> no, he's serious. I, Angie, this is hilarious. I hide your stuff from him and I ration it because I'm like, you have a problem. Like he'll eat like 15 things at once. And I'm like, this is an addiction. This yeah, is no is longer really like, so anyway, I have to ration your stuff. I to love my that. Adult 
to my adult child husband. <laughs> to my grown ass husband. <laughs> yes. So anyway, okay, you guys, one of the biggest things that you can do for our guest is let her know what your biggest takeaway was. Give her a tag. But the ultimate thing, especially for a female entrepreneur, is to go buy her shit. <laughs> you get an amazing code, 20% off with Lori. So I'm so excited to hear what you think. Give her a tag. Let her know what you think of the products, all the things. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community. And it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to Circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. 
go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.